My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Britt here today, and I am so excited to introduce you to my guest, Kent Sanders. He is a college professor, a guitarist, and ghostwriter who writes books for entrepreneurs, leaders, and celebrities, and really whoever else is looking to get their message out there but may not have the time or skill to write their own books. He is also the host of the Daily Daily Writer podcast. You guys, Kent has actually just recently finished a book writing with Elvis Presley's brother, which is amazing. And I just, you know, I'll allow Kent to go ahead and fill in those gaps. You guys, I know I keep my part brief, but welcome to the show, Kent. How is it going? It's going great, Brittany. Thanks so much for having you or for having me. By the way, do you go by Brittany or Britt? I'll go by Britt or Brittany. Either goes. Either I'll go with Britt today. I'll go Let's with, go with Brett. So thank you for having me. I really appreciate Kent, being in. Yeah. Thanks for having me and uh, excited to be here. Kent, no problem. I'm super excited to have you here. I mean, let's, let's dive in. Tell us a bit about your story. Like I said, I kept my part brief, but you go ahead and fill in those gaps for us and tell us a little bit about the journey and on how you got to where you are today. So I actually started out my career as a church pastor, believe it or not. <clears throat> I did that, uh, did that job for, seven or eight years in my twenties. And then I transitioned into teaching college. And actually, as you were reading my bio, I just realized I need to update my bio because I had left my college teaching job a couple of years ago to do ghostwriting full-time. So I basically was a, in the, in the church world, I was a music pastor. I did that job for a while and then taught college for a long time and started off my college teaching career by doing courses on music and the arts and theology and those kinds of things. And then transitioned more over the last two years of my teaching career to doing courses on film and storytelling and writing and publishing and those kinds of things. And around 2015 or 2016, I just began to get really anxious to do kind of something else in my life because I'd been teaching for a long time. And I also saw where the higher education industry was going, which was not a good place, honestly, um, and I thought I've got to develop a plan B here for my career. Otherwise, I'm probably going to be out of a job because our college will probably end up closing. So I started doing some writing for clients on the side just to just to create some side income. And over the next few years, that developed into full-time ghostwriting. So I left my college teaching job a couple of years ago to do this full-time. Now, the other kind of track with this is that for probably 10 years, I've also been podcasting, writing my own books and doing those kinds of things. So I have the ghostwriting element where I write for clients, but then I also do a podcast called The Daily Writer. And I run a thing called The Daily Writer Club, which is a membership group for writers who want to build their own business. So basically, I'm kind of a, a book nerd. I spend my whole day, every day, pretty much working on books, reading books, writing books, um, helping people with their books. And um, I think books are awesome, which is why I do this kind of work. I love it. I mean, you don't work a day in your life if you love what you're doing. So exactly. I love that you are passionate exactly. about it. It's incredible. Now, Kent, let's dive into our hot topic today. The four C's of great writing. 
Sure. Now I know these keys are going to help every writer, you know, build that impact influence and as well as income. Um, I'll let you go ahead and take the stage. Sure. So a mistake that I see a lot of writers making, and I've made this my, I've made this mistake myself a lot is thinking that great writing or what I guess what I would call building a career around writing or having a business around writing, we make the mistake of thinking that it's really just about the words or about crafting great books. And it's actually not that difficult to write a good book. You know, a, a nonfiction book is pretty much a repeatable process once you learn how to structure it, how to engage people's interest, how to tell a good story, those kinds of things. It's really not that much of a mystery how to write a compelling book. But the difficulty that a lot of writers run into is they don't have the other elements of building a successful career. And I just break those down into what I call the four key practices, which are uh, creativity, consistency, courage, and connection. And basically what those are to give you those kind of in a nutshell version, creativity is all about filling your creative well. It's about reading. It's about listening to uh, listening to great music. It's about going to art museums. It's about watching great movies. It's about doing, going out into nature, doing things that fill your creative well. A lot of people show up each day without gas in their creative tank and they feel frustrated and dry creatively because they haven't filled that creative well. So it's really important to fill yourself up creatively. The second part of that is consistency, which just means having a daily writing habit. And that's really why I have a podcast and a membership group devoted to this whole concept of being a daily writer. It's just about showing up and doing the work and having a consistent habit to make that happen. Um, then the third part of this is courage, which means doing things that are scary and doing things that feel intimidating. I think if you want to have a career around writing or really any kind of entrepreneur or business leader, if you're not willing to do things that frighten you and that feel a little bit scary, or sometimes a lot scary at times, then it's going to be hard to really grow anything or build anything. I mean, you've done this with with what we're doing right now with this podcast. Was this something that was scary or maybe a little intimidating? Probably so, because it's always scary to do something new and to stretch yourself. But that's a really key element of, of I, I feel like building, building a writing business or being an effective writer. Then the last part of that, those four C's is connection, which just means connecting with people. It's doing things like this where we're chatting and getting to know each other, being on podcast interviews, going to networking meetups, uh, sending thank you cards in the mail, I think is a really, really important habit to get into. And doing things that connect with your readers, that connect with your colleagues and friends, and really building those relationships. I think if we practice those four key things in our lives, then you can really build a successful career as a writer or really as any kind of entrepreneur, I would say. Thank you so much for sharing, Kent. Now, how was it that you really decided those four C's? I mean, uh, they make all the sense in the world to me. Now, how did, mm-hmm. when did you start incorporating that into what you do with your daily life, with your business, with writing, all of that? When was that pivot where you started doing that and seeing that, like the difference that it did make? So where those came from, by the way, and uh, this isn't exactly what you asked, but I'll get there. No worries. Where those where those forces came from is a few years ago. I started to to try and think through what are really the cornerstone practices that writers need to have in their life. And as I looked at as, as I looked around at people that I really respected who were successful writers, um, 
and what they were doing in their life and in their business, I really boil it down to those four things. Every successful writer builds into themselves creativity. They're reading, they're doing things that build them up as a person. Um, they all have consistency in their writing habits because you can't write a book and you can't build a career if you don't have a consistent writing habit. Um, they have taken they have taken steps that were courageous. They've done things that were frightening. They've put themselves out there. They've stressed themselves. They've set big goals. All of that takes courage. And then anybody who's a successful writer, they're connected with other people, whether it's publishers, readers, family, fans, friends, whatever it is. So those are the four key elements that I saw in every successful writer that I knew and who, and in people whose career I could break down. So that's kind of where those came from. And once I got a, a good handle on those, I thought, okay, I need to put those into practice um, even more intentionally in my own life. And I've been doing that for the last few years. And I can tell you, it's really made a big difference. Incredible. Now let's talk a little bit about the work that you do for, you know, you write, uh, you help write for celebrities, leaders, entrepreneurs. Sure. Let's talk about that journey. Now, um, how do you go about delivering your services? How do you go about finding the right people to work with? What does that look like for you? So in terms of how I connect with potential ghostwriting clients specifically, that's really all relationship-based. And again, that's where the connection element comes into it. Right. Anybody who who has a very personal service that they do for clients or for customers or other people, um, that's typically referral-based, which basically means somebody's sending their friends or their family members to you for a service. And that's really where most of my business comes from. I don't really do any marketing or promotion of any kind. It's just all relationship-driven because I've tried to work really hard at building those relationships with people who can then send people my way. And also when I can send people their way. So it's kind of a mutual thing. Um, what was the other part of the question that you asked? How I, no go, about, how I go about doing it? Yeah. What does that look like for you within your business? So essentially what I do is when I sit down with somebody and they're interested in, in me writing a book for them or writing a book with them, the very first thing I do is actually the, the book is kind of a secondary to this whole process. What I mean is we actually start out the whole process talking about what are your goals? What are your life goals? What are your business goals? And how does the book filter into that? And I have to be really, really clear on that, on what those are. Because the worst mistake that I can make with somebody is writing the wrong book for them. So, you know, if, if your goal is to build a real estate business, but I write you a book on pet sitting, it could be a really great book, but it's not actually going to do you any good. So mm -hmm. I try to get really clear on what are your goals and how does a book help you reach those goals? And then once we get clear on that, then we start to talk about themes and content and stories and all that stuff. And then we structure the book and then we create the book from there. But generally that's how it's, it really starts with getting clear on what their goals are for this book. Incredible. Now, I think that is so important, you know, and during that time, clearly you're building a relationship with them and they, they see that you care and stuff like that. It's more than just writing the book right. itself, which is huge. Right. Now let's talk a little bit about the daily writers podcast. Sure. Uh, you know, what were the intentions when starting it? Where is it at today? How does it tie into the business? So where this came from is I wanted to, um, a few years ago, I was looking for a book that would inspire me every day as a writer. And honestly, this is how this whole thing came about. 
I wanted a book that was daily devotions or daily meditations, however you want to say it, for writers similar to, are you familiar with Ryan Holiday? He wrote a book called The Daily I, Stoic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that that was kind of the genesis of this, to be totally honest with you, is I love Ryan Holiday and his stuff. And I love The Daily Stoic. And I wanted to take that same concept and apply it to writers because I was like, man, this book is so cool. It's like one page per day, you're in and you're out in 30 seconds. It's fantastic. But why isn't there something like this for writers out there? So I began to kind of look around and I couldn't find anything that I liked. And it's one of those moments where you go, oh man, there's nothing like this out there, which means that I have to create it. So, so literally that's where all this came from is from, from reading the daily stoic and wondering why there wasn't something like that for writers out there. Um, So that was kind of one part of it. And then the way the podcast came about is. I knew that in order to write a book of 366 daily meditations for writers, I couldn't just sit down, sit down and do that in one chunk. So I created the podcast to give me a way that would force me to basically create one of these every day. And so that's what I basically did is I set up a podcast to force me to create these little chunks of content every day. And that's really how the book got drafted. The book comes out actually this October 16th. So by the time listeners hear this, um, you know, the book will not be out yet, but it comes out later this year. That's really how I created the book in the podcast. It was the podcast has been my, my way to force myself to create a little piece of content every day. And it, it really has worked. It's been a lot of fun to create it. And I highly recommend podcasting as a way to kind of force yourself to create material. If you want to write a book, a podcast is a really great way to get that material out there, to test it out and to force yourself to create it on a regular basis. I love it. Now, Kent, how, what were the feelings that you went through when starting a podcast? I know you mentioned you were, you kind of forced yourself into that unknown, but to get something, get, get it done right now. I know a lot of people, excuse me, listening, a lot of people listening probably, you know, have a little bit of that fear uh, and it could be imposter syndrome. It could be, Mm -hmm. who knows, right? It's scary to start a podcast. I was scared to start one. Many people listening probably feel the same way. I don't know how you felt about it. Now, taking that leap of faith into the unknown, not sure how it'll go, but let's just dive right in and give it a shot. What was that like for you? Well, I've been podcasting for about 10 years and the Daily Writer podcast is only about two and a half years old at this point. So so you're probably asking, okay, where's the gap between the 10 years and the two and a half years? Yeah, and let's go ahead is, and let's cover that. <laughs> yeah, the truth is that I actually had three or four podcasts before The Daily Writer. None of them were, were really successful in terms of I didn't stick with them over the long term. But what I learned is that you have to jump in and just do it and you learn as you go along. And even though none of those really had like a ton of downloads or anything like that, I learned something every time that I started a new show. And for me, it was really, really exciting to start a new show. But what I found is that once you get about 10 or 15 episodes in, you start to, it's very easy to lose steam and to get kind of bogged down with it. So with the Daily Writer specifically, I determined from the beginning that I was going to stick with this podcast for, you know, at least three or five years. And when once I made that commitment to myself to just that I was going to stick with it every day then it, it actually became a lot easier and really, really fun because I knew I was going to stick with it and it wasn't a matter of feeling it or not feeling it. I was just going to show up for my listeners every single day. And I've, I've pretty much done that. But I think podcasting is wonderful 
because you can connect with so many people and there's just so many awesome things that come from doing a podcast. Is it scary? Yes, it's a little bit scary, but the feeling that you get when you know people are listening and when you're connecting with people and you're having an impact on their life, like that's priceless. It's really, really priceless. hundred percent. Now, Ken, um, going back a little, I, I meant to ask you this earlier, but we'll save it for now. Anyways, are you were when you get people on a call to see, you know, what book we're going to write, first off, you start with their goals and where they want to go. And my question for you is, what are your biggest goals this year or in the next six months within the podcast, the business? What is it? Yeah. What are your goals? What's your biggest focus? That's a good question. Um, I would say my number one focus uh, is to grow, is to continue growing my Daily Writer Club membership to 100 members. We've got about 40 members in there right now. It's been growing kind of slowly the past couple of years. You know, I, I haven't probably done as good a job marketing it as I could, to be totally honest with you. But I really want Not to get alone. that up to 100 members just because what you got to have a really core good group of people in a community to add more value to everybody else. So that's kind of my main business focus is to grow that group. And I've got several books that are launching and all that kind of stuff. But in, but that's really my what my primary goal is, is to grow it to 100 members. I love that. Now, Kent, I like to ask this on every so um, every so many episodes, but or interviews, I should say. What does it look like you? What does the ultimate definition of success look like to you? Success, I would say, is is number one, being healthy. Uh, number two, and by health, I mean, you know, exercising, being in a good weight, um, feeling good and energetic, getting enough sleep staying hydrated, those kind of things. Uh, number two, it would be being in good relationships with my family. So I've got a 19 year old son and a wife. We've been married, uh, getting close to 30 years at this point, actually yeah. be, it'll be 27 years this year, but it's getting close to 30 years, crazy enough. <clears throat> so being in a good relationship with them and making sure they have what they need. Um, but then it's also building a business that helps people. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's been really, really fun the last few years to to see the business grow and to learn from all the mistakes that I've made, which there have been a lot of them. But I think if if you have those things in your life, if if you're striving to be healthy, if you have good relationships with people, particularly your family, and you're adding value to people with a business or with some kind of a job, to me, that's that's kind of what success is. I love that. And I mean, you're coming up coming. Uh, from it from a good place like you want to change lives you want to improve people's lives and help people so you're coming at it from a good place and you know usually when people when entrepreneurs do that they tend to get to become very successful so I love to hear it Kent thank you so much for everything you do I mean I think it's fantastic that you are writing books for celebrities uh, you know entrepreneurs other leaders and people interested that just don't have the time or the skill, I think it's incredible. And I just want to give you the space and time to take the next couple minutes here to go ahead and share anything else that you have going on within the business, or maybe the podcast or the membership that might be coming up. Uh, anything you'd like to share about that? And then the best way to go ahead and uh, reach out to you, what would it be, whether that's email or your best way to connect? Sure. Well, thank you. Um, I would definitely direct people to my website, uh, dailywriterlife.com. That's where all the daily writer stuff happens. So when you go there, uh, for anybody who's interested, at the top of, of that page, you'll see 
uh, that you can download a free daily writer starter kit. That's basically seven free eBooks, seven free eBooks on different aspects of writing, whether it's building a writing habit, making money as a writer, which all writers want to be paid for their work, which is a good thing. And a lot of other elements of their writing life. So those are all totally free. And um, we actually put a lot of time and effort into crafting books that were, would be really valuable. So these aren't just like things that we've dashed off. They're uh, pretty substantive, pretty substantive guides on different aspects of their writing life. So that's one place they can go. And I would also direct people to uh, check out the Daily Writer podcast, which is a daily show. You can find that on any podcast player. And sometimes people ask me about, and I'll just throw this little caveat in because we've, we've talked a lot about podcasting. Um, people sometimes ask me how you actually keep up with the daily show, because that seems really, really overwhelming. And the secret is that I batch create the material for that show. So basically every Friday I sit down for two or three hours and I create the stuff for the next week. And most of the episodes are very, very short, like one to two minutes long. So it's not that hard to do a daily show when the episode, most of the episodes are really, really short. So for people who are interested in writing or the creative life, Definitely check those out. I think you'll uh, really enjoy those. Incredible. And can't you set it yourself? I mean, like pre-recording and then you have them ready to go every day. Yep. You know, I'm on you with that for sure. Yeah. Well, totally. thank you so much, Kent, for coming on today and sharing everything that you do. I think it's absolutely incredible. And you guys, listeners, if you're interested, reach out to Kent. I know a lot of you are on the fence about writing a book or mm-hmm. I, a lot of people I talk to are like, you know what, I'm thinking about writing a book, but I don't have time. Guys, reach out to Kent. Tell him your goals. This could be the solution. So this is amazing. Thank you so much, Kent, for today. Everything you shared with us, all the value for myself and my audience. I'm so happy you were able to make it. Thanks, Britt. I appreciate the opportunity. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and want to come on just like Kent Sanders did today, please go to top100interview.com. I would love to have you on as well. Thanks, guys. Catch you on the next one. Bye. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.